What is going on, Call of Duty community? Welcome to the only Call of Duty podcast on iTunes, The Tryhard. I am your host, Garza Beats, aka Garza Beats 3KG, or just Garza. How are you guys doing this beautiful night? Actually, it's really not night right now. It's like four, almost 4.45. But where I live in Wisconsin, it's damn near night already. Um, anyway... I think we're like a couple days away from Christmas. Are you guys pumped or how are you guys feeling about that? I'm not really pumped, man. Uh, Christmas, as, as you get older, just doesn't have the same feeling like it used to. Like, you try to get into it. It's just not really, it's nothing crazy for me. I mean, it's, it's going to be nice to go see the family and all that shit. But it, Christmas is Christmas. I'm, I'm over it. Not a big deal once, once you're almost 30. For you guys, I hope I hope it is a big deal. I hope you guys do enjoy uh, the holiday seasons and all that good shit. But um, so today we're going to talk about just a couple rant. I'm not not random things, but just a couple things happening in the happening in the Call of Duty community from the uh, from the AM scene all the way to the pro scene. Um, I'll update on what's going on with Three Kings Gaming, my org. I, I know a lot of you guys who uh, who do follow me or do check out the the podcast are, you know, guys who are people who, you know, know about me, know about my org. But uh, right now, um, I don't really have a team, to be honest. No team right now. Um, I kind of um, decided to just forego um, n- going to New Orleans as far as having a team that it's going to compete. It's just I don't have a set team. I just don't feel like. Just sending a team out there just to send one out there. You know what I mean? So we're, we're going to forego New Orleans. I, ho- I wish everybody luck. I wish everybody, anybody who's listening right now that, that might be competing out there, good luck. That's like two and a half weeks away. So it's coming up pretty um, pretty soon here. And um, yeah, man, it's just, we just don't have, I just don't have a team right now. Like I have a, I mean, I, I could literally put a group of guys that are pretty good players and just send them out there. But man, I'm not. I'm not really trying to just send a team that I'm not 100% confident in. And not only that, but I'm not I want to I want to send a team a team that is embodies Three Kings Gaming, that is Three Kings Gaming, that when you think of Three Kings Gaming, you think of that. I don't want to just send, you know, pickup guys, and that's pretty much what I'd be forced to do, and I'm not really trying to do that. But um anyway, so that's what's going on right now. We are in, we, Three Kings Gaming will not be attending uh, the New Orleans event. I wish everybody that's going uh, good luck. Actually, I'm going to give you guys a reason. Uh, uh, the, one of the main reasons why um, we, uh, my team won't be out there competing, the team pass issue. I know a lot of you guys who you know who are involved in Twitter and stuff and follow me on Twitter know, and not even follow me, just follow the, the amateur scene in general. The The... It's been a, it's been kind of not a controversy, but kind of just a letdown on MLG's part as far as how their um, how the team passes are being are being sold and stuff like um, this. This you know this this Call of Duty this year was was so looked you know so many people were looking forward to it back to boots on the ground, all that stuff and uh, everyone's you know the as far as competitive call of duty it's never been bigger like, like as far as like the amateur scene like it's really with with it going back to back to boots on the ground you have a lot more people who are a lot more comfortable with the game and feel like they can compete and you know and play at a higher level so everyone wants to you know everyone wants to try their shot at at, at making the main stage and making pull play and all that stuff so you have a lot more teams um you know, forming a lot more teams wanting to compete. So the team passes are literally selling out in less than an hour. Like for Dallas, they sold out in about an hour. Okay. Um, I'm really not sure how we got lucky enough to get one. Like when I went, like literally um, I was at work and uh, one of my players at the time, uh, Jay, he had uh, told me like, bro, uh, the team passes just went for sale. You should try to scoop one up, scoop one up, because I think they're gonna sell out very fast. He was right. I literally, I, I didn't, I didn't get to pick one up until like a half hour until after they were for sale, and I got one luckily. And like twenty minutes after I got, I got mine. They were sold out. 
So they're really, really, really like just they sell out. They're selling out really fast this year. I mean, I can remember last the last event from last year, Anaheim that I that I went to. I literally didn't buy the team pass till like two and a half weeks until the event. Like I waited that long because you know there were so many just available. So, but that was you know IW. Everyone hated that game, so not as many people wanted to compete and. It was just it was just crazy. How it's crazy right now to see how fast those those um those things are going as far as the team pass, how fast they're being sold. Now, one of the things that happened with the Dallas um team pass situation was I, I like I said, I we were lucky enough to get ours without any 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 situation. It was just I went in there, got one, bought it, it was fine. A lot of other people, a lot of other teams, um were saying that they, you know, they went to buy it and they just couldn't get, they couldn't get through. Like they were getting error screens and it was error after error, and then finally they sold out and there was none left. Okay, so I was lucky that you know my first try, I got one, everything was good, blah blah blah. Now for the New Orleans event team pass, I wasn't very lucky. Um, so. I ended up forgetting about them going for sale. Luckily, um, Jay was there, was on top of it. One of my players, he was on top of it. He he's like, "Don't worry." He goes, "I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop one up." And I'm like, "All right, cool." I'm like, "I'm I'm gonna try too, just in case," because I know last time the whole error screen thing and blah blah blah. Well, he tried and he couldn't get through. I tried, I couldn't get through. And then within half hour, they were sold out. Just nothing. So. I was like, what the, f-? you know, what the heck, you know, like, I, I just kept on getting the air screen, MLG said, MLG tweeted out saying, hey, um, we heard a lot of people had problems with our, with our site, blah, 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 um, contact this, in this email, and, you know, it's the email, contact this email, and we'll try to help as many people as possible, so I, I hit him up and said, hey, you know, me and my player tried to uh, purchase a team pass, and neither of us could get through, we both got air screens, so they didn't email me back for like a day or two. They messaged me back and like, "Hey, sorry, not not much we can do." It was pretty much cut and dry. Like, "Sorry, not much we can do. Um, maybe some other you can come to some other events." Blah blah blah. So that was that. It was like literally, literally nothing. But I knew from um, I knew from Dallas uh, at the Dallas event or at the, when the Dallas team passes went for sale when they went sold out right away. They ended up like two weeks later, a week later. About a week later, they ended up releasing some more team passes. So I knew they were gonna they were, they were gonna have to. There's too many people complaining about the error screen. Like they were gonna have to fi- do you know fix it. So I was like, all right. I told my players, I'm like, hey, it's, it's all good, guys. We didn't get it this round, but for sure next round, I'll make sure you know. So I kept track with MLG as far as like you know I was emailing back and forth, trying to figure out when when and if they were gonna release more team passes. The guy kind of gave me a heads up. He goes, yeah, um, just stay, you know, stay tuned to the Twitter. We'll announce it, blah, blah, blah. So a couple of days later, they, they, they did announce it. They said uh, Tuesday, the following week, we're they're, they're going to release some more passes. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll be for sure ready to buy one, blah, blah, blah. Tuesday came around. I was online waiting. I even had my fiance online waiting at her. She was at work. I had her because my, my thing was like, all right, if, um, I just don't want to get the error screen again, so I'll try it on my laptop. I'll try it on my phone. Have her try it on her computer and her phone, and whatever one goes through first, it goes through. If we buy two, we buy two. Who gives a shit? We'll sell one or whatever. We ask for a refund. I don't know, but I'd rather have two than none. You know what I mean? That's my thinking. So we're both, you know, waiting. I you know I, I I'm in contact with her, and she says, "Yeah, I'm waiting." And it, the um, release time for the passes. They were going to go live like at 1030 or something. So I'll make it. We're ready. You know, 1030 comes around. Boom. We go air screen. All all my my computer, my phone, air screen, her computer, her phone, air screen, just air screen. We're refreshing, refreshing. I'm getting nothing. She's getting nothing. It's just air screen. I'm freaking like I start freaking out a little bit. Like, what the hell, you know? Like, I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, maybe the whole thing went down. Within 20 minutes, was it 20 or 30 minutes? Sold out. 
they they tweeted out it's the the passes are sold out. So once again, I got f. I got I got fucked again. I got screwed. So I'm fucking pissed, man. Um, I'm just confused. I I I tweet MLG. I email them. They ended up putting out a tweet a couple a couple hours later saying, um, if you got the error screen, make sure you screenshot it. We'll help you out. Blah blah blah. All right, cool. So I had my fiance screenshot hers. I screenshotted mine. I even went and got the. Uh, I went in the history pages on my, on my computer and and got that. Send it to them. Just waited. Got no response from them at all, like none. Dallas event comes and goes. I think a couple of days after the Dallas event, they finally emailed me back about the um, the team pass for New Orleans, and they're like, "Sorry, we can't help you." Blah blah blah. All that, and, and mind you. At this point, my team is ranked 25th on the pro point ladder. So we're top top 30 in, in NA in pro points. So that means we're, we're, we're one of the top, we're one of the top uh, amateur teams, okay? So it's not like I'm, you know, not, I'm not trying to like make it sound like, like being cocky or anything, but it's not like I'm some random person, like some guy who, never, you know, who, who has a team that's, that's shit. Like I have one of the better, I have one of the better amateur teams, like, Yo, you should try to kind of, you know, help make that work. I mean, it's not like, you know, we came two games away from pool play at Dallas. We're not some fucking random team who just competes whenever. Like, this is a real team. That was my thinking of, like, that they have to look at it in that way. It didn't, it didn't work out. They just did. They, they were like, sorry, we can't help you. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, a couple hours after that, they got that email saying that they couldn't help me. I got an email saying, by the way, you know, I'm not by the way, but I'm just going to kind of in layman's term. They're like, you can't, you cannot, do not rebuy, do not buy anybody's team pass online. Do, like if anyone tries to sell it to you, don't buy it. We will find out and your team will not be able to compete and you, and action will be taken, blah, blah, blah. So just like that, it pretty much disqualifies my team from going to New Orleans. Just simply off their error, off their they them having a shitty website, it's just like that. My team can't compete, so I knew after that I knew it was going to be a kind of a um, a downhill slope as far as the team. I thought they did really well um, at Dallas, and they all you know they they thought they did be- they did good, and they obviously thought they could do they could have done better and. Uh, so we'll just we'll just kind of get into uh, the C, how CWL Dallas went. Um, we did very well for all for those who who follow me, uh, follow the org. We did well. Um, we got we got we got like we got pretty far in the winners winners bracket. We got like two games away from pull play. We ended up losing to uh, Team Sinister. They were a very very good team. Uh, we lost to them. So after we lost to them. We obviously got jumped up. We got jumped down, dropped down to the losers bracket. Now, this is my problem with MLG and how how they run these tournaments. It's like you got like obviously if if a team if a team is if two teams are going to play each other, if one team had just got done playing three matches in a row and the other team had to wait, wait. I mean, let's say. Well, I'm not going to say my team. Okay, made a far run in the winner's bracket. Two games away from fucking pull play, right? So, obviously, when you make that long of a run, you're way ahead, like, way ahead of the loser's bracket. So, the loser's bracket, they have to catch up to where you're at when you drop down, right? So, obviously, I'm, and I'm not going to blame it on, on, on MLG because the, the Dallas event was a fucking debacle. Like, there was so many things... There was a bomb threat, like most of you guys know. So that delayed a lot. Of, like, there was so many things happening at Dallas that were affecting me, and I wasn't even there. Like, it was fucking insane. Like, literally, it was so insane. Like, flights and stuff, like, all my players' flights were for, except for one, was on a Monday. Everyone else was for Sunday, okay? So, Sunday night, Sunday morning, with that bomb threat, things were look, looking like they were going to be pushed pushed extra like extra you know back so 
like people like I was worried. I'm like, wait, are these guys gonna even, if they keep doing good, they might not be able to make their fucking flights, which means having to rebook more, wasting more money. Top of that, the hotel was only till Sunday morning. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and that I mean that could that could be my fault for you know making that shitty scheduling, but it was just there was so many things happening and so many like so many things were about to be fucked up over these over this stupid bomb threat. You know what I mean? And if anybody knows who the fucking did that, like if you know them personally, you should smack the shit out of them because I would. If they were in my face right now. I'd beat the shit out of them, but. It's not to not take it there, but anyway. So all these things are happening. So my team finally loses to team to team team sinister, right? Do you know how long it took before we got our neck before we got our first our first uh, losers bracket match? And it, it meant me and remember that the the entire tournament is uh, the event is two you know two losses you're out as far as open bracket. So we literally. It literally took around eight hours, I believe, before we played our first losers bracket match. So we won. We we I mean we we didn't win. We we made that long that long loser or the winners bracket run, right? We we finally lose and we have to wait eight hours to play our first our our first match in the losers bracket. It's almost like they punished us for doing well. You know what I mean? Like they literally punished us for making a, a a run in the winners bracket. So we we lose, have to wait eight hours, and then have to play a team who literally just got done playing three matches. One match ten minutes before or five minutes before they played us. That ended up being Team Infused, which is they're a very good uh, European team. We ended up losing. We're out of the fucking tournament. All right. I was I was. I wasn't really pissed, really, because I was so happy in how well they did in the in the um, winners winners bracket. But I was just disappointed on just the way everything was man, like how how the how it's managed. Like, so pretty much, you're telling me if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking if you're gonna lose, it's better to lose right away because then you can kind of make you can kind of make a run. Obviously, every team that that wants that's competing. Like, you want to stay fresh. You don't want to just be sitting there fucking with your finger up your ass waiting to play. You know what I mean? So, I don't, I don't like how that format, how it's formatted that if you're, if you do good and you make a, a long run, you get, you end up, you pretty much at the end of the day get penalized at the end because you have to wait a shitload of hours before you play your next match if you lose. So it was, man. It was so frustrating, you guys. I was so pissed. I was actually, I was furious. I was damn. I mean, I I shouldn't say furious. I was mad on how my guys got end up getting fucked at the end. I was happy because they did really well, but I, you know, it was just a it was a weird mix of emotions and yeah. So that's how that's how that went. Okay. Now that after that. You know, it just, I knew not getting, not getting a New Orleans pass, I knew things were going to change as far as the team. Now, literally, like two or three days after they got back, I already knew that Bounds was going to dip. I already knew that. And, and, I, and uh, it, it was, I didn't want that. I didn't want a one and done team. You know what I mean? I, I did not want that. So, yeah. So, um. Anyways, we're here now. New Orleans is like, excuse me. New Orleans is like two and a half, two weeks away. I'm pretty sure two and a half, two, two, two or two weeks or two and a half weeks. We won't be attending. Sucks, but you know it is what it is. I'm looking forward to uh, Atlanta, and it's funny because the team passes go on sale tomorrow. So, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up a pass and try to. Build the team pretty much for for Atlanta, um, yeah. So that that's where at, that's where we're at right now. There's also a, um, there's a an event in Chicago through a Zar Zar Esports. They're 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 having a ten thousand dollar tournament, and I'm trying to get a team to go into that. So I don't know yet if I'm going to be able to do that or not. If I'm going to find a good team to play together, I'm not sure. We'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, so now. It just don't have a team, you know what I mean? Like, 
Um, yeah, so it's just kind of kind of trying to decide what I'm going to do as far as putting the team together. Um, it's like, you know, if you guys been following what's going on on Twitter and stuff, the Call, the Call of Duty amateur scene is kind of like going through a roster mania. Um, people are leaving teams. People are getting dropped. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a shit show right now. Um, I have a pretty strong opinion on this whole Rasta Mania shit. Like, I don't I don't like it at all. I really don't. I think it's stupid. I think uh, for people for 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 players and orgs trying to make it in this in this scene. Like, there's one team that we're all chasing right now. We're all chasing them. And not only just in, in in the competitive side of it, but more of like just the entertainment side of it, the the complete package. OG Optic Gaming, that's the team that everyone aspires to be, right? Everyone aspires to be at that level. You know what I mean? As far as popularity, um, competitively, um, they're they're at the top, right? They've been at the top for a couple of years now, okay, and. It's pretty like they're they're like uh, how how do I say this like how they got there is it's right there in front of everybody it's right there in front of us like they don't have no secret formula it's literally right in front of everyone's faces as far as winning wise they're they're as far they're they I'm pretty sure they are the most like they're the winningest Call of Duty team in like last couple of years. And it's obvious what they're doing. They just they're a they're better team than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like they're a better team. They have they have good players, and those good players together make the best team in the world. The reason why they make the best team in the world is because they they just stick it through. Okay, they don't win every event. All right. Well, lately they have been. Actually, no, I shouldn't say this year they haven't. They haven't won one event. It's only been one event, but. You know, they just stick it through, man. They're a team. They know someone's going to have a bad game. They know someone's going to be off. You know what I mean? But they don't They don't make a change. All these teams, in, I'm, I'm seeing it even in, even in uh, in the pro scene. Like, they, they if they do bad in one event, they're dropping people. So, they're dropping so-and-so. So-and-so's leaving for this reason. It's like, you guys... Like, why? It just doesn't make any sense. It just it makes no sense to me why people are doing that. Like, it just it just doesn't make like, like, for for amateurs, man. You know, you want to be where they're at. You want to be where the pros are at. Like when you when you think of you know, and I I gotta quit. I'm not really riding optics balls or anything. I'm just there's they're just the best example of of what you have to do to succeed. Um, when you think when you think of optic, you think of their players. You think of Scump. You think of Crimson. You think of Former. You think of Karma. Those are names that come to your mind immediately when you think of optic. Immediately, like it's not, it's not hard to see. You know what I mean? If you're an amateur player, like like, don't if if you see that if you see. When someone when someone says optic in your head, you immediately think of those players. Wouldn't you want to be a part of something like that? You know what I mean? Wouldn't you want to like? Wouldn't you if someone said your name, they would think of that organization, or or vice versa. If someone said that organization, they'd think of you. Wouldn't you want that? You know, like I don't get I don't get the the amateurs right now. It's like it's almost like. You're seeing this. It's in everyone's doing it. It's like here. I'm. I'm gonna make this example. Okay, I'll make this example right here. So you know that every and there's a girl in everyone's high school. You guys are on high school. I'm gonna say it or college. I'll, I'll give you an example. There's all. There's always that one girl in college or high school, right? She's pretty as fuck. She's beautiful, pretty and beautiful. Same fucking thing. She's awesome. She talks with everybody. She's friends with everybody. You would love to have sex. You love the fucker. You would, okay. Let's be honest. You would. But here's the thing: she's like in the group, but she's 
she's like she like hangs out with this dude today. She hangs out with that dude today. For all you know, she's fucking that dude today. She's fucking that dude today. She's awesome though. She's cool as fuck. You can sit there and talk shoot the shit with her. She's fucking this dude. She's fuck. She's homie hopping. Literally homie hopping. Going from one guy to the other. Just boom, boom, boom. And then it lands on you. Then then it's your then it's your fucking turn. You do what you do with her. You you hang out with her. You fuck her. You you get a blowjob. You suck in her titty. All that bullshit. You do all that stuff with her. You do everything with her. And then she says to you, "I really like you. Like we should like we should do more than just fl- we should be like we should like date. We should like literally date. We should be boyfriend and girlfriend." Now, if you know in your head. That she's been with this nigga, that dude, that guy, with Steve, with Bob, with Earl, with the fucked up arm, with Greg, who's got the who's got the limp. She's been with all these fools, and now she wants to settle down with you. Now, if you're a normal guy, you'd be like, um, "Fuck no, you're hot now, but I'm not gonna wife you because you've been with every other motherfucker that I know." You know what I mean? Now that's how that's how orgs need to look at players, and that's how that's how I look at players. If I see a player, no matter how good he is, if I see him going from team to team to team, when he lands on me, I'm gonna look at him. Look at I'm gonna look at his his you know background and see who he's he's been with, how long he's been with them. And I see if I see that, I'm like nah, bro, you're good, but I'll pass on you, homie. There's no point. Why? For what? For you to use me for one event and then dip? I'm not going to full fund a team with you on it. Because I know there's no loyalty there. There's none. Amateur players have to start building loyalty with organizations. You have to, man. You look like a chump if every, after every event you're a free agent. You look like an idiot. Any real organization who's going to spend money on a team is not going to want that player on their team. No matter how good they are. There's no there's no point. For what? For one event? So I'm pretty much going to put all this money with you and this team and pray to fucking God that you guys win the event. What are the odds of that? What are the odds of that happening? Of you beating all you, these you know these amateurs beating all the pro teams and winning an event? Like that's it's not going to happen, man. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. And I know a lot of a lot of amateurs, amateur players are listening to this. They, you know, a lot of you guys might might be. You guys gotta be, you know, you you gotta get loyal to to an org, man. You have to. Okay, you have to, or start your own. Build build just build some loyalty, man. Build something with a team. Build something with an org. Find an org that you like. You like the owners. You like the managers. Blah blah blah. You like all that shit. And if they trust you, build the team around that org. Why not? Why not? It's better than fucking being a free agent after every event. You look like a fucking idiot. You really do. You know what I mean? You really do. Why not be loyal to to somebody that's gonna that's gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna pay for your shit to go play a video game, bro." All I want from you is loyalty. That's it. I want I want you to know that things might not go your way at the event, but I want I want you to be able to come back and be loyal to that org and be like, all right, we, we gotta do we gotta do it. We gotta do better. We gotta do better for 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 people who are who are paying for our shit. You know, we gotta do better. Not just dip because just because you want to. You look like an idiot, man. You look like an idiot. Uh, I, I I tweeted something the other day. I I said uh I said uh the orgs are always gonna be here. Your youth and reaction time isn't. And I tweeted that to all the amateur players that I see posted free agent. I see I see good amateur players who are part of good teams who went to Dallas. First time teaming with this team. First time ever being with this team. First event, I should say. Go to Dallas. Don't do how don't do as well as they thought they were gonna do, and then they just it just dip. Like, dude, I like a team you have to build with a team. You have to build you have to build chemistry. You, you ever see why fucking uh, you ever go to the, for for all the, those who play basketball? You ever go to the Y, the YMCA, 
right? You 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 get a you get you can get you can get a team full of all the all the best young players in the gym, and they could be playing. They they could play, and all of a sudden a fucking group of old dudes who who's who've been playing together for the last five years at that Y come and they just wax everybody. It happens at every fucking YMCA. I don't care where you're from. It happens to everyone. All these fucking old dudes just are just waxing all these young kids. It doesn't make any sense. The young kids are stronger, faster, more athletic, can jump higher. Why? Why? Because the old dudes have been teaming together. They know how to play together. They know he's going to be there. He's going to be, he can shoot from there. He can't, they know, they know each other. You know what I mean? They they don't just jump on a team. They don't just jump on a random team and expect to win. They know that the team that they're playing with, they've been through the battles. They've they you know that's why they're winning. That's why Optic is who they are. They've been through the battles. They've grown together. They do, do they like each other? I uh, sometimes it's it's arguable. I don't know if they all get along, but they know together we're a better team. You know what I mean? And uh, that's the mindset that. That players need to have, man. It really is. It really, it really fucking is. And let's, let's jump on another topic. That's my opinion on how to how do you build a powerful team? You have to play together more than one event, man. You can't go to one event and then after that just leave because it didn't, you, it didn't work out. You didn't do good together that first event. Like, come on, you got to give it a chance, bro. You got to give it a fucking chance. Um. Also, like my my opinion too. Here's another thing. Another thing that that that's something that's something that's holding amateur players back. Good amateur players, top amateur players. That's one thing that I know a lot of. I've ran, I've came across a lot of amateur players who are very talented, and there's there's a couple things that are holding them back. That right there, that mentality of homie hopping, going from one to the other. That's one holding them back. The other one is 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 no like like. How do I say this? It's it's almost like you think you're worth more than what you are. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to offend anybody. Like, this is the truth, man. This is the truth. If you're an amateur player, okay, if you're an amateur player, you you should be grateful for whatever an org offers you. You should be grateful for that. Okay? If you're an amateur player, that means that that means that you're not like in you're not one of the top ten players in the world. You're not because the top ten players in the world are professional players. You're you're aspiring to get there. You're aspiring to get to that to that level of a professional player. Okay. Now, there's a th- there's there's a thing that those professional players have earned. Okay, they have earned. They have earned the fans' respect. They have they have followers. They have YouTube subscribers. They have, they've earned all those all those things. Okay. They've earned salary. All right. They've earned that. Okay. No one's just giving it to them. That's not like oh hey, you're good. What? Oh yeah, I'll give you this money. Yeah, go ahead. Here you go. No, they they have they have something they have something in their in their past their resume. That that uh, a, a a person wants to give them to give them that money to play for them. There's something there, whether it be and it's got to be something something at the level of giving free money. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. An org just if an org's paying a salary to a team, there there's it's got to be some kind of exchange. You know what I mean? It's got to be some kind of exchange. Now for the 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 biggest problem right now with amateurs is. They, they think they're worth more than what they are, you know, and it's not, like I said, I'm not trying to bag on anybody, but bro, if you got, if you got seven, six, no, if you got 5,000, if you got 5,000 to 10,000 followers on Twitter, okay, and those, you're following, I shouldn't even say followers, followers doesn't do with it. If your social media presence isn't like over, a hundred thousand, like in my opinion, like I'm not even a hundred thousand. Forget for, for fuck all that social media shit. Fuck all that social media. If someone's gonna pay you money, you have to give something back. You know what I mean? At to equal value, okay? Like someone can't give you money and you not give any give anything back. 
That's not how things work. That's not how life is. There's so many amateur players who've ne- who've who've maybe p- made pole play once, maybe once. If if I'm being generous, once maybe, and they expect salary. Literally, that's what it is. They want a salary of f- fucking two thousand dollars a month, and 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 they don't even make pole play every event. Literally. They do. There's there's te- there's players out there that, that think that they think that that's what they deserve. It makes it makes no sense to me. How could you think you deserve that? If you're not even one of the top twenty players in the world, what makes you think you deserve a salary? Like why? Because the the top ten players, because the top ten and twenty players have a salary, you think that you deserve a salary, and you're not even as good as them. It it, it it boggles my mind. It really, really, really boggles my mind, okay? Now, like, as far as me, if I had a team that was competitive as far as, like, on the brink, on the brink of making the pro league, on the brink, and I had the money to pay them a salary, I would. I would. But they'd have to be on the brink of being of breaking through to to that pro status, to that pro league. If you're not at that level, you should never you you should never ever ask for a salary from an organization. Okay, you you got to think think about what like who who is that organization? Do they have sponsors? No. Okay. Do they have more than one owner? Maybe so, maybe not. What makes you think like you sound you sound stupid when you ask for salary and you're asking salary to a fucking organization who has got five hundred Twitter followers? Like are you fucking and no sponsors? Are you fucking serious? Like are you like really? Really? Like I said, salary is something that you have to eventually you have to eventually like achieve that. You, you gotta eventually earn that. You no, you can't just get it now because you say you deserve it. I think I deserve a billion fucking dollars. Do I have it? No. I gotta earn that motherfucking billion dollars. I haven't, I haven't earned it yet. You think you want a salary just because you say so? Come on, man, get real, get real. It makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. It really doesn't. It really fucking doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Unfortunately, that's that's the attitude of a lot of a lot of top top amateur players. Okay, that's the attitude. It's it's just it's sad, and I mean, it's you gotta humble yourself, man. You gotta humble yourself. This shit, I've said this so many times. This Call of Duty, this Call of Duty, like dream of everybody that everyone has. It's a fucking it's a marathon, man. It's not a sprint. It's a freaking marathon. You have to you have to be ready to. You got to be ready to put the time in, man. It's not going to happen just like that. You know, a lot of these kids just turned 18 years old and they're asking for fucking salary. They've never competed at an MLG event. This is their first year and they're asking for salary. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Come on now. You make yourself look stupid. You really fucking do. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. Um a lot of like like a lot of things too. Here's here's another example. And this is that was to the players. This is to the fucking orgs, man. Cause a lot of these fucking orgs, I gotta say, I gotta quit saying fucking so much. A lot of these orgs are, uh, they're 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 the reason why this kind of behavior is being tolerated. This is they're the reason why this behavior is even happening in the first place. You got these fucking orgs who bend to these players and do pay them a salary. Okay, and you, you're just wasting that fucking money. Here, for instance, for here, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a, I'm gonna give you guys an example. Okay, give me an example. So. Before the before the game even dropped, I was looking for a top tier top tier amateur team. I found a team. Okay, I found a team, and uh, I hit them up. And my dude, none of these guys are if you, none of these guys are pro players. Okay, none of them. Um, none of them won have won an event. None of them have none of them have placed top top eight in an event. Okay, at an event, not nothing to case an event. None of them have. Now, I messaged one of them and said, "Hey, bro, 
they were looking for an org, blah blah blah. I said, hey, yeah, I'm interested in your guys' team. Uh, you know, what are you guys looking for? You know, you know what they, you know what they tell me? They go, uh, talk to our uh, our coach. Oh fucking god! I didn't even. You know what, bro? I'm not even gonna. Like, if you if you think that you're you're that high level, like you're at that level where you you can't even answer a simple question like that, like, yeah, that's like that's like a fucking. You're a nobody, and you're pretty much telling me to talk to your manager. It's. Anyways, just out of curiosity, I already knew I didn't I didn't want really anything to do with the team. Just off of that response, I uh, messaged their coach. Their coach says, this is what we want. We want full funding, and my guys want a salary and a signing bonus. I literally fucking put my hand on my on my or put my head on my hand and I was just like, What? You're literally fucking nobodies. Like come you got it literally and that's that's what the amateur scene is right now. It's just kids think that they're worth more than what they really are. You know, and they're and at the end of the day, they are good players, but they're holding they're holding themselves back. It's fucking it's crazy, man. And that's that's what we're that's what that's what that's what the scene is right now. As far as far as amateurs, that's what the scene is. No one can tell me different. I'm in this shit. I'm seeing it all. I'm seeing it. Excuse me, I'm taking a drink of water. It's it's insane, guys. It, it really fucking is. It really is. It's insane and it's sad. It's all that shit. It's, it's all that. That team, guess what? They signed they they signed with a with a fucking org and after after Dallas they were dropped. After Dallas, the, the guys who wanted salary and shit got their ass, ass kicked at Dallas and then they got dropped. Like that's that's just, that's just what it is, man. Orgs, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop fucking, like, if like he, like for me, for instance, after my after my team, after my team, uh, pretty much left after Dallas, I was about to go back to my old plan. My old plan was a fucking five four year plan, bro. Get a get a bunch of young guys who are in heart who can't even compete at MLG events. Cause they're too, they're too young and just build them up. Cause like I said, bro, I'm I'm here for the long haul. I'm not I'm not in here for for you know a short time. I'm here for the I'm ready for the long haul. I'm ready for it. You know, amateur players they want it now. They don't want they don't want to, they don't want to work for it. They want it now. All the top players they want it right now. Literally, they want it now. And that's that's not it's not a good mindset to have. You got to be prepared. You got to understand. You got in your head. You have to know that all the things that you want is going to take time. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take hard dedication. It's go. It's going to. There's no cheat code to this shit. There's none. It's it's a grind, man. And you got to prepare. Be be prepared to grind. If you're not be prepared to grind, you ain't going to get what you want. That's it. That's not even Call of Duty. That's an in life period. In life period, if you're not ready to grind for what you want, be happy with what you have because you ain't gonna have no more. You ain't gonna get no more than what you have unless you're unless you're ready to work your fucking ass off. Just keep that in mind, you guys. Keep that fucking in mind. That that type of mentality you gotta have. You gotta you got you have to know 100 percent that nothing's gonna be given to you. You have to work for everything you everything you want. Okay, everything you fucking want. That's it. That's just what it is. I wish there was a cheat code I could give you guys. That could give you, you know, here, you type this shit in and boom, you get what you want. It's not how life works, man. It's not how life works. Um, so that that's kind of my take on the AM community right now. It's just, it's a lot of bullshit. A lot of a lot of players who want, who think they're worth more than what they are. A lot of orgs who are who are just, just pretty much donating money, just giving money away. Just giving it away. You know what I mean? For no, for no, for nothing. Um yeah, it's kind of, it's depressing, man. It is, but gotta fight through it, man. Gotta fight through it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm intent on finding, finding guys that I, I can work with, and we'll see. You know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Roster mania has been kind of, you know, it's been going kind of crazy. I see that. Uh, let me see who who went. Uh, uh, let's see who who's something just happened earlier. Some bigger team broke up or split up. Okay. Uh, 
So Blastful and Ferocities are no longer a part of uh, Ground Zero, is it? Yeah, the Ground Zero. Parasite tweeted that he uh, parted ways with them, which doesn't make any sense because those they were. I mean, that was a pretty good team. It really was. So, and those were those were the two young guns on the squad. So I wonder what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, that's a weird one. I know that uh, was it Blastful. I remember during one of his streams, during one of Parasite's streams, he, uh, him and one of the guys, one of those two young kids, were, they were fucking going at it, bro. They were, they were yelling at each other. Well, actually, the one kid was yelling at Parasite, and he was just Parasite, man. He, he, he seems like a hard guy to team with. Like he seems like every team he gets on or he's a part of, there's always some kind of drama. I don't know him personally, so I shouldn't say that. But that boy, he knows how to get under your fucking skin, man. He's to me, he's the best player. To ah. Uh, he was the best player to me in World War II when it first came out. I don't know about I don't know about now, but he was he was my favorite player. So he because of him, everyone started using the fucking FG. Like give the man give the man his credit where it's due. Because of that motherfucker, everyone started using FG. That's true. I don't care what anybody says. So I don't know what's gonna happen with that team. That's a that's a pretty good team. Um, also, uh, Ricky, Ricky is no longer with Next Threat, which is huh? I don't. That's just it came out of nowhere, man. I thought that team that was a pretty good team. So I wonder what's going on with that. Uh he's a free agent. So there's there's uh there's three free agents right now. High pretty top tier free agents. Blastful, Ferocities, and Ricky Stacy. Or just Ricky. Huh, interesting. I wonder how that's gonna work out. I wonder who's gonna pick them up. Or maybe they team together or who knows? Who knows how that goes? That's weird. Um, and other news in Call of Duty. Did you guys see that whole thing with, um, with, who was it, uh, proof, optic proof or error proof or, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what he is right now. I know, I know he plays for era, but he's a part of optic. See what happened with that situation. Um, so pretty much, uh, just to recap that. Proof had tweeted, um, let me see if I can pull that up here. Proof had tweeted his uh, displeasure for the pro point system. Um, now, what his displeasure was, was uh, he he was pretty much saying that that um, pro points, or what's it, pro points? GBs. So, pro point matches, which is GBs, was kind of a waste of time. That's what he was saying. So he, uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was over over game battles. Okay, so his whole thing was, he just thought it, it he, overall he just thought it was a waste of time. Like he thought ha, he thought people having to, you know, play play. He thought competitive players having to play five pro pro point matches a day was kind of just burning them out. You know what I mean? So he made a tweet saying, uh. Can we make a blacklist of kids that go hard in GBs and just make sure they never go pro? Obviously, he's trying to be funny. It's, you know, he's just shoot, talking shit, whatever. He's just sh- kind of voicing his displeasure. Well, then, uh, Courage, who is, most of you guys know, he's a caster for MLG. He casts pretty much all the uh, Call of Duty events. He, so he responds to the tweet, not going to lie, this tweet sucks. If I'm matching the proofy in a match, then I'm going dumb hard. These are people who have dreams of being pro one day. How do you go pro? He asks. One step one step is competing and actually beating pros. Don't want them to go pro. Go dumb hard back and win. So he's pretty much telling proof like, yo, bro, these guys have a dream of being pros. You, you know, if you want to be a pro, you got to beat a pro. And then he's pretty much saying, if you don't want if you don't want them to beat you, then you have to go dumb hard against them. He's pretty much saying that it's good for everybody, right? That's what Courage pretty much said. Uh, Proof responds, uh, "You don't go pro from GBs." And when I wanted to go, and, and when I wanted to go pro, guess what I did? I ground I grind grounded tournaments where it mattered and made made a name for myself. So I I get I definitely get his his point of view, and I've always I've always said this. When I was looking for players, guys, the number, the literally the number fucking one question I got, because people were confused. They thought like I was looking for players to team with me. The number one question I got from kids was, "What's your GB rank?" That's literally that's, that's 
all I ever got was, what's your GB rank? And I'd have to explain to them, yo, I'm actually not a player. I'm a, I own the team, blah, blah, blah. But that, so many players are so obsessed with GB rank. Like, it's if you, look at, if you look at a lot of the top players in the world, their GB ranks are like shit, like bad. Not bad, but they're not as crazy. You know what I mean? So I get where uh, Proof is saying that the GB should should it doesn't matter, and yeah, yeah, it is true. Because if you're if you're a top player, you know, you're the online shit doesn't matter. It's all about the land. You know what I mean? And as far as pro points, my biggest problem is like I have a I, actually my buddy Zero, who's who who used to own he started Three Kings with me. He loves to play pro points. He loves to play them. I always see is I see it as a waste of time because. One, you're you're taking the time away from people who are who you're playing in pro points who might actually compete at lands, because that's what pro points are for. They're for people who compete at lands. So is it fair to have to? Is it fair for a a guy who's trying to get his pro points to have to play some fucking goons who don't even go to lands who are playing pro points just because they want to play them? I don't think it is. I don't think it's fair. I really don't. So I get I get I really I get where proof's coming from. I really do. Uh, so, uh, so he said that uh, you don't go pro from GBs. He said that. So courage responds, saying, "Saying you're telling me when you first started playing competitive COD, you didn't touch a single match outside of tournaments. You just walked into an event with a controller and said, let's hope this goes well.' So that's that's. I feel like that's courage, kind of just maybe trying to you know be petty and trying to start some shit. That's my opinion on that. I don't really get where he's going with that. Um. So yeah, so they go back and forth a little bit. I mean, you guys can go ahead and look that. That's that was a pretty much a thing. You guys can look that up and see. Um, I get where proof is. Uh, I get what proof is saying. He's he's right. In my opinion, he's right. Um, a team shouldn't. A, 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 a team of guys who compete at lands shouldn't have to worry about earning pro points off a bunch of kids who don't even compete at lands. Like that, that defeats the purpose. Um, my thing, I think maybe there should be some kind of some kind of system set up where, um, like pro point matches are locked for 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 players and teams that actually compete at lands. Like it should be locked just for them. Like one one um one thing that I uh, I uh, kind of an analogy that I, I bring up all the time to people that I play with. I say uh. And I've seen other people use this, so I'm not saying no. I'm not, I didn't take it for I didn't take it for nobody. It's just something I always thought of. Like, would it be cool to to, to be like, would it be would it be cool to like for LeBron to have to play pickup games against a fucking group of JD players so he can play so he can he can be able to go play in the NBA? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's a it's a dumb analogy, but whatever. It doesn't make any sense for land players. To have to earn their pro points against kids who don't even go to lands, it makes no fucking sense. So hopefully MLG can, you know, maybe next year figure out a way to kind of make it so that the only way you can play pro points is if you if you actually compete at lands. Maybe I'm sure they will. MLG is a smart fucking organization; they'll figure something out. So I get where proof is coming from. I agree with that. Courage, it is where it is. They got they got pretty petty in this in this. Uh, in this beef, uh, they got pretty petty in, in the tweets. So you guys should go. I'm not gonna go through it all of it because I just don't want to, you know, whatever. But you guys should go check it out. Uh, it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's a, the beef between Courage and Proof. So and that's kind of weird because Proof's an Optic member and Courage is literally he's he is all about Optic. He literally fucking is. He might be Optic's biggest fanboy. So shout out to him though. I I like all his shit. Um. So let's see, let's let's see what else, let's see what else happened. Uh, I know. I, speaking of era, they I know they dropped they dropped a player as well. Uh, they dropped who they dropped Havoc, who was another really good player. Not really, don't know really the um, the situation on that, but they did drop him. So there's a lot of there's a lot of teams man dropping people. So it it is a roster mania. I know. Um, I know uh, Killa. Killa got dropped from his org, Underworld, or whatever the fuck they were called. He got dropped from them. Can you guys see that dog barking? 
Yeah, I can. Yeah, he got dropped from them. So everyone's it's just weird, man. It's just people are getting dropped left and right. You don't know what the fuck to do. It's it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see now. Okay, here's we'll, we'll we'll end the we'll end the podcast with this story. Okay, it's not really Call of Duty like exclusive related, but it's an, it's something I want uh, you know I should talk to you guys about. I have a lot of. A lot of people who follow my shit are a lot of young kids. I'm 29 years old, guys. I'm a grown-ass man. So if, if I can give you guys some, like, life gems, I'm going to fucking drop them on you guys so you guys can get some get something out of this podcast more than just Call of Duty shit, all right? So, and, I, and I've been ranting, so I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to start build, I'm gonna start making this uh, kind of like a... I'm going to start building, like, a list of shit to talk about. I don't want to just go on rants and bore the shit out of you guys. So, okay, here, so here goes, uh, so Dr. Disrespect, you guys gotta know who he is, he's, I'm pretty sure he's the biggest, uh, streamer in, in Twi- on Twitch, as far as, uh, if biggest game streamer on Twitch, um, yeah, so I love watching, dude, dude, he's hell, he's hella fucking entertaining, I love the guy, he's fucking, I love watching him play PUBG, I love watching him play COD, he's, he's hella entertaining, so the other day he, um, uh, he went live and he wasn't in his costume. He was himself. And he's got a hat on. He's got a little fucking like a lumberjack fucking shirt on. And uh, his beard is looking marvelous as, as usual. And he starts talking. He pretty much says, hey, I'm." And he starts crying. You would have thought fucking somebody just died. He, you know, I, when, I, when I seen the clip, I was like, what the fuck? You know, kind of confused. He's pretty much just said, hey, you know. I'm, I'm taking a break uh, from streaming. And then, he, and then he he starts crying. He starts fucking shaking and shit. And he gives a reason why. He's like, yo, you know, I've, I've been unfaithful to my wife, to my daughter. I didn't even know he had a kid. You know, I've been unfaithful to my wife and daughter. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. You know, like I said, you guys, a lot of you guys are young kids. I don't know if you got a girlfriend or whatever. Or, hey, if you're married or engaged. I'm, you know, I'm engaged. I actually, I'm actually getting married in like a week. So I, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, kind of, you know, he's crying. So I'm like, clearly he got caught or something happened. You know what I mean? So it was a quick, like, two-minute clip of him, like, pretty much crying. Saying that he made a mistake. He was unfaithful. Now, guys, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Okay? I'm going to leave you with relationship advice, you guys. All right? If, excuse me, if you're, if you're in high school, Okay, and I, I'm going to give you why I think all this shit happened. All right. First of all, number one, I don't feel sorry for Dr. Disrespect. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Okay? Because you're a grown-ass man. You know what you're doing, bro. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. When, it, when I seen him crying and shit, you know what I thought of? You know what I thought of in my head? Um, and this is fucked up. I said, I wonder, if he, I wonder if he was crying when he was getting his dick sucked by whoever it was that wasn't his wife. I wonder if he was crying when he was slapping that girl's ass when he was hidden from behind and it wasn't his wife. I wonder if he was crying. I can, I can almost guarantee he wasn't crying. All right? So I have no pity on him on that at all. You fucked up. You got to man up. You have to, you, you know, you, you fucked up. You really did. Not only did you betray your wife, but you betrayed your family, bro. You got a daughter. Like, come on. Now, you guys, as I as I get older, do you know what my dreams are, you guys? My dreams are literally, my dreams are like being me being unfaithful to my fiance, soon to be wife, or my wife being unfaithful to me. Those are my nightmares. That's what I'm scared of right now in life. That's all. That's the only thing I'm scared of. Because that feeling that I have in those dreams is the worst fucking feeling in the world. It's the worst feeling in the world. Okay. And I'm, I'm happy that I have those dreams every now and then. Because I know for a fact I would never, never, ever, ever want to have that feeling in real life. Never. Never. Now, as far as me, you guys, in my opinion on this, I, I, I you know, I, I've been overachieving in the women category for a long time. I'm an ugly fat motherfucker. But for some reason, I always I've always been lucky in getting gorgeous girls. Okay? 
My my fiance, soon to be wife now, is fucking gorgeous. Okay, my ex girlfriend was a very good looking girl. All the girls in between that, all very good looking. I don't know why, but I I just I just I got it. All right, not trying to be cocky, but your boy has it when it comes to women. Like I I, I can I can get them. I can slang them. All right, I can get them. Now, <coughs> before I um uh, before I I um got engaged to my fiance it was a decision that you know i was ready i was ready i was ready i was ready to give this person my life i lived i lived life already man i like i said i was in the music business and we'll get into that some other some other uh, podcast but i was in the music business i i got to live life man i really did i traveled the country i had fun i had my fun with women with beautiful women, with ugly women, I you know I did it. I went and did it. Okay, so there's very little that can impress me now. Like if I'm out, if I'm out in the in the world and I see a pretty girl, a beautiful girl, in my head I say, and every man goes through this. I don't care who you are, how old you are. Every man goes through this. You see that girl and you said oh, she's hot. She's really hot. And in your first, in the first thing in your head is like I would love to fuck her. That's true. Every man thinks it. Okay. Now, what what uh, what separates that thinking and rationality is two different things. Now, let's say I see a pretty girl. I see that she's gorgeous. Okay. But the reason why you don't, the reason why someone like me would never take action is because I already have something. I got what I want. I got it. I would never put that. I would never want to put that in jeopardy. Okay, never. I would never want that feeling of of fucking up and my whole life being ruined. Now, now with a guy like Doctor Disrespect, I think these last, especially this last year, he's been really successful. And I think he he. I think maybe before that, maybe he never was a ladies' man. Maybe he never takes. Maybe he never tasted everything out there. Okay, and. You know, he got with his his girl, who's his wife now, and they just got married. So maybe there was a gap between that, between when he was interested in women and then being married, where he didn't he didn't get to explore. And I think, I think now that he he is Doctor Disrespect and he's that guy everybody knows. He goes to events, he goes to things, and women throw women when you're somebody of power or somebody that people know, they throw it at you. Okay, I, I'll be I'll be the first one to tell you when I was in the music business and I had a bit of a name, there was girls who didn't give a fuck what I looked like, were very good looking, and they just throw it at me. They would because they thought you were somebody, right? So I think I think that's what maybe what happened, and he he got he, he slipped up, and I think maybe that that person he slipped up with is maybe I think there might be some kind of blackmail situation. This is my opinion. Okay, so I think maybe there's something like that, and. Uh, your boy got caught. He got caught with his pants down, and he's fucked. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I'm I'm very interested to see where this all goes and what happens, and if uh, if he, he if he comes back from that, um, definitely don't feel sorry for him. You fucked up. Time to man up. Time to take action. Um, you know, an apology is good, but hey, you you better hope that woman doesn't doesn't leave you. If she if she doesn't, then you know, I don't know, man. I know if I if I if 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 I was if I was a woman, I I would definitely want my daughter to see. Look, this if a if a man's unfaithful to you, you leave him. Okay, because once a cheater, always a cheater. Remember that, guys. And guys, listen, and girls, whoever listen to this, if you're if you're a young adult and you're in high school, you're in college. Why have a boyfriend or girlfriend? For what? Why? Enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. That those young these young years you have. That's when you get to experience everything. I'm, be safe though. I, I'm, I'm be safe. Don't do un, no no crazy shit. Be be safe. Sorry, my fiance just came in. She heard me talking and she's still. But be smart. All all don't ever do dumb shit. You know, unprotected sex is not a good thing. Okay, not a good thing. But 
have fun. Experience everything. Experience you experience good things, experience bad things, so that when you're ready, when you're ready and you find that right person, you you know you're ready to settle down. There's nothing there's nothing else out there for you. You've experienced it all. You know what I mean? And then and then you get engaged, then you get married. Okay? Don't don't waste your time with a boyfriend and girlfriend in when you're in high school and college because you're wasting your fucking time. You're there's I mean, don't get me wrong, there's rare occurrences where you're with that person and you guys get married and you you know, you fall in love and, and, and happily ever after. That's very rare. That's very, very fucking rare. When you're this young guys, have fun, experience life. Date, you know, don't don't date. If you're gonna date, cool, but don't be in a serious Go. Go. Party. Hang out with girls. Taste different girls. Taste different girls. Hang out. Be with different girls. So that when you're re- when when you're ready to, to take that next step in life, you've gone through it. It's out of your system. You're no longer phased by that hot girl walking down the street. You got what you want and, and you're good. Okay. Just remember that, guys. Remember that. All right. Live life. Live life. Don't be held back. All right. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys checking out this podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you uh, you let everybody know about the podcast, the Try Hard, all Call of Duty, exclusive Call of Duty content. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow me on Twitch, GarzaBeats3KG. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, GarzaBeats3KG. All social media is GarzaBeats3KG, all right? I love you guys, and uh, I'll check you guys later, all right? I'm out.